When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Rehab Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? I am here. <laughs> you made it. Unlike Taysha, you're you have arrived. You are. Should I just leave you to handle the rest of the show? I, you know what? I think you could. I don't know how good it will be, though. <laughs> Well, we just need, I, I regret that we didn't like send a new graphic in with like candy canes and a Santa hat on our logo. I think that would just, you know, really fit the holiday vibe of this finale. Yeah. Should we like, like do some interstitials um, <laughs> between segments from like classic Christmas movies? Right. Yeah. How many did they do? Because I like saw two and I was like, I must have missed another one because... I saw three. Okay. One was the Love Actually signs. Yep. I saw that one. One was the Home Alone scream. Okay, and then the other one. was the um Christmas story. The, the Christmas story Pollock. Okay. Yeah, because I was watching, you know, like a recording. So, you know, if I just fast forward, <laughs> I'm not gonna see necessarily like something right after commercial. So Oh, I would have loved to have fast forwarded, but for um <laughs> The DVR um, didn't actually record the after the final rose because oh. it was called the Bachelorette after the final rose. So my DVR wasn't like, yes, let's pick this up. Right. Um, it show we we could like do the replay of it, but that meant meant we couldn't fast forward through the commercials. Mm. All right. So yeah, they got you there. You saw them all. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think they were just like, well, this falls on Christmas week, so we have to do something? I guess so. Like, what did it end last year? Not this late, right? No, not this late. Was it just a shorter season? Is that why? Like, what happened? Like, what happened? Yeah, or did they start? You know what? I think they started airing earlier, maybe. Yes, because this was like the second one in the year. So... It was later, like, not when it typically would be. Like, we don't normally have one at all at this time of year. So I guess they're like, let's just go yeah. all out. <laughs> yeah, but Tisha and Claire season, like, it didn't end this, this late, right? Right. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe it was early December or something. Yeah, I feel like it was Fall probably, like, earlier. Yeah. But before we get into this finale, we have some Bachelor Nation news. Not something I... I guess we maybe talked about this couple dating, but I don't know if an engagement was on our radar. Definitely but. not. <laughs> so Hannah, um, Hannah Brown's brother is now engaged to Haley Stevens, who is who Jed was dating while he was filming the Bachelorette Hannah season. <laughs> oh my God. What a yike. Yeah. I mean, happy for them. I hope it's love and they last forever and um i hope hannah's cool with the situation i mean like you can't be mad at hannah she can't be mad at hannah or, or Haley, right well if i was hannah i'd probably be like wait you're still in my life <laughs> you know yeah I mean? like, true oh, i can't escape this like bad chapter in my life but yeah it's not like Haley isn't the one who was on the show like misleading her um not disclosing that yeah she was in a relationship but i guess she knew that jed was on the show that's true yeah that's a great point so and then i was looking at old articles and it seems like 
her brother started following Haley, like right after Hannah's season um, stopped filming. So maybe that's when, like, Jed let her know about something or somebody was contacting right. someone. So they definitely were, you know, he was maybe getting the information for Hannah. Like, it's just a weird way to, like, so form weird. a relationship. So, yeah. Yes. And then Jed made some statement on his stories, like, does Patrick, that's the brother's name, does Patrick know he's in, he's engaged? So. Is that like a shot at him um, having like a not great past with um, substances? Because if so, that is a low blow. That would be low. Um, The way, I didn't really get it at first either, but the way I was um, reading it was that it's like, Oh, she I get thought it. he was in a relationship with right. her and he right. denied that right. they were in a relationship. Like, oh, does she just say they're engaged? <laughs> right. That's either way. Yeah, <laughs> just leave it alone. Like, you're happy in another relationship. Like, let's just let this one go. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other things that people are noticing is that Hannah does not follow, like they don't follow each other, Hannah and Haley. So I mean, I guess you don't have to be buddy buddy with your siblings significant other but yeah but you should probably still follow them on instagram (laughs) seemed like she was pretty tight with her brother so yeah and it's not like this is like her following one person is going to throw off her like follower to follow ratio yeah maybe if people didn't know that she was dating um her brother would be like wait why is she following her you know maybe hey they have a common enemy right yeah exactly (laughs) yeah We'll see what happens with that. But Hannah's also a New York Times bestseller, so things are going well in other areas of her life. If she's yeah, I don't believe news. that. No. <laughs> well, like, isn't there like a thing where it's just the publishers buy a bunch of the books and be like, oh, it's a bestseller? It's like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't think so. Like, I wonder who Hannah's ghostwriter is. Are you mm-hmm. going to read Bless This Mess or whatever it's called? I might just look for it to show up in like a free lending library near me. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Colton Underwood's book show up there. Oh my <laughs> so, God. Yeah, that one doesn't interest me, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I I feel like we get all like the major stories leaked that, you know, any tea that she divulges. I feel like we'll find out. So why read it? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I, I feel like there's nothing we're really missing from this. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think that was the major story of the week. So let's just dive into this finale. So as we mentioned um, at, up top, Caitlin was handling this live uh, after the final rose and kind of the live, I don't know, watch party, I guess you'd call it yeah. um, for the finale on her own. Tasha had a COVID exposure and she was in New she's in New York, which is like a hotbed right now, um, with Omicron. And so out of an abundance of caution, Tasha was not brought out to set. And I thought, you know, I was disappointed not to see Tasha, but I thought Caitlin did really well, like better than I would have like expected anyone to do on their own. Yeah, I think out. I think her strength really lies in these live shows. Um, it really gives her a chance to kind of like, you know, follow the script, but go off the cuff a little bit. Um, I thought she did a really great job. Mm-hmm. And she did just get done doing like her own podcast tour. So I think that probably definitely helped, you know, kind of iron out the kinks. Like, OK, I can be comfortable um, on stage. and. And also, I don't know, it's always been kind of awkward to have the two people. So I think this role fits better in this kind of show with one person kind of taking charge. Not that I think it should be Caitlin over Tisha, but I think maybe, I don't know, like you have to helmet, you're you're driving the ship and you just sort of like go on adrenaline. So Mm -hmm. uh, there was... um, something kind of unexpected where they had a live change to the audience <laughs> during that the show. That was weird, right? And yeah. like, why? No, like, I get why. Please, please. Yeah. Don't. So, yeah, like, I thought I was losing it. Right. Because that first shot, um, nobody was in masks, but a few I remember. Hats. Yeah. And then, but I remember seeing pictures of people with masks 
like online because I didn't watch the episode live. And I remember thinking like, Oh, good for them. Like, that's a good idea. Um, But they like did the change halfway through and they're like, everyone's wearing masks. And it's like, what happened? Was it live? And people were commenting on it. Yeah. That's apparently what happened. Like, there were some tweets like this is going to be a super spreader event. Like why is no one masked? And it was not just like ran like some, I think Kristen Baldwin from EW. So I think got picked up by some of the bigger like bachelor Twitter people, you know? Yeah. And so like journalists. So um, yeah, Caitlin like made a comment, like bringing in, like we've seen your feedback and you know, that everyone has been tested coming here, but we, you know, are responding to feedback and everyone's wearing masks going forward. So I guess they were wearing, they had to wear masks going in, but took them off like when it was like live and then they had to put them back on or something. So, so weird. Yeah, why not just, so you just leave, leave them on, put them on. Yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> right. So yeah. And they all had like the same ones. It was like a sleek, you know, didn't interrupt. Yeah. Flow at all. Like a not good aesthetic. All. Everyone had black masks. So no patterns you know yeah exactly nothing distracting so um yeah i don't know if they were just trying to make it look a little more like holiday cheer (laughs) with their holiday vibe but like i'm still like and i i know this isn't like a new thought or anything or you know it's been on twitter but it's like i'm having a hard time watching like movies and old shows like i've been Mm. watching selling sunset lately and it's just like anytime they go anywhere in a restaurant or like i see a Mm. server and they're not wearing a mask i'm like what's happening right right yeah it definitely takes you out of it and like that's been a thing with like some other shows where you're like i'd rather just watch it with (laughs) like yeah yeah. i want to know the protocols otherwise and yeah so um we get back to Mexico and it's time for uh, Brandon and Nate to meet the parents. And this was like my classic one parent visit goes really well. One doesn't. I always love that. So mm-hmm. um, we but start- it almost felt like unfair to me. Yeah. Like, Brandon <laughs> had a home field advantage. Like they already right. loved him. Yeah. But I mean, that happened with, I'm trying to think back. Um, Nick Vial season, like the parents had met Raven, right? Oh, I guess so. So, yeah, I don't know if it like, yeah, it was unfair, but maybe that was like intentional as well. Like, let's right. give like, somebody like a leg up if they kind of already knew that Brandon was like, oh, he's going the distance. So, um, yeah, but I just. I don't know I just it's hard for me to like recap right now knowing like the result because I was like I was so excited for Brandon (laughs) he was like he just loves her family and they love him and like I don't know it was like emotional like they were like oh I I hope it's you (laughs) I haven't seen something that strong before yeah it felt like a very different uh, family visit like I feel like we've never really seen one like this before and it was super sweet and like lovely um, but uh, but again like I knew what the outcome was going to be because I w- didn't watch it live and it was just mm-hmm. kind of like oh poor Brandon and like mm-hmm. uh, like his mom was or her mom was obsessed with him and was like I hope it's you and like gave him so many cheek kisses and all this stuff it was like oh honey right right like she's already like um her son and like the dad was like we would adopt you into the family and if she were to choose you and um i think it was the um her dad who like picked up on like i guess with the contrast with nate is like he picked up like brandon's warmth and the mom says she really goes off of a feeling so yeah i think um brandon coming in already having met them it was like oh great to see you again and you, you're just gonna have like you're not coming in like automatically like trying to scope out who he is because you've already had like those good conversations and it's like oh I'm excited to see you again yeah for um, sure and then oh we had her sister there we didn't get a lot of scenes with her sister and I feel like we didn't actually like get an intro to her no no so and, like are they close bad. and like right. you know is she somebody she goes to for advice mm-hmm. right we didn't get like a lot of the like parents or a sibling talking with Michelle I feel like mm-hmm. um, 
And then Brandon also had a gift for the dad. <laughs> what did you think of that move? That was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I got to say, I think it was a good move. Um, you know, nice throwback of being like, hey, see, we're friends. We're buds. Yeah. Yeah. Probably don't want to wear those swim trunks again. And hey, it's something you can buy probably at any resort you might be staying at. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Let's see. Yeah, I don't really know much more than that. It just was like. Went so I feel like well. it went by fast. Yeah, I think it went really fast. Um, and then did we see Brandon's night portion after this, or did we go like alternate between the two? No, we did see the night portion. Okay, wait, wait. No, there was no night portion. Was it just like That's... a little bit more? Because when was she? No, because then they did the second parent meet. So they did Nate's parent meet. Then they did the last day for both of them. Okay, okay. Because I think in the past they've done like parent meet is like followed up by like, like a night that, that evening date yeah so um well they also did ask you know the where would you live and brandon is like for sure like i'd move to minnesota no problem he like works remotely so like the mom is like mm-hmm. check like she has her little like hey you check this off the list check this off the list so very cute and with nate's we get that question as well. And this was, I think, the first time we ever saw an answer to this. And he didn't really have a good answer. Like, he wasn't really sure. It was sort of like, um, oh, yeah, like, I'm up for adventure. I've moved a lot. So I'd move to Minnesota. Yeah, it's and, like, okay, what does that mean? Like, is that a long term? Like, are you willing to do it right away? Like, what? what's, what's your deal? Mm-hmm. Or... You know, maybe she'd come with me. And then we see the dad in his ITM being like, hmm, you know, I know Michelle wants to live at home. And he did tell it to Nate, too. Like, okay, like she has, you know, she wants has her goals that she wants here and she wants to be in Minnesota. So, yeah, at least at that point, um, which I think is a fair because how would the, how would Nate know at that point where he wanted to go? You know, he spent sure. like a few weeks in a hotel in downtown Minneapolis in the middle yeah. of summer. But yeah, it's not really going to know um, the logistics. Um, I did like that. Um, we did see one scene with her sister, with Nate, when he made that line. And she's like, yeah, adventures are great. But, you know, what about like just settling down and being happy in one place so it was like oh i haven't really thought about that you know so at least she mm-hmm. raised that but i w- would have liked to see that brought up to michelle like i'm sure it was but just maybe because um her mom had some other doubts about him that's what we were shown but um yeah the parents just seemed like they didn't warm to nate as much he's but i think nate seemed nervous what do you think Oh, Nate seemed very nervous. And I just don't think like, I think like, I think Nate's more of a slow burn. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously now we see the, like the after the final rose and like they adore and they're so thrilled and they get along with his parents and it's all like hunky dory. But I think he just, he, he, he takes a bit to warm up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think kind of his maybe like, like the way he handles maybe stress or an uncomfortable situation is kind of just sort of laugh it off or you know we saw with that shaman mm-hmm. date too he was just like oh did i do enough am i doing this right and kind of with the parents it's like seemed to get caught on his words or just sort of like, no i'm like yeah i'm good like everything's good but not really yeah. like adding that extra layer of um reassurance that the parents might need so for sure uh so then we see um michelle's mom levon bring it up to michelle where she doesn't feel that he's ready and actually she told it to nate too like i'm I'm not really sure like um if you're like you'd be ready for engagement um and then she mentions that to michelle and yeah this kind of sends her a little bit you know obviously yeah Yeah, so what what did you think about her mom saying that well, I always like when they actually, you know, take a stand, take a stance, but um, instead of just saying like, oh, either way, like, I'll trust you, even though that's probably the healthier thing to do. Like for mm-hmm. show wise, I like watching and seeing that um, there is that conflict. Now, looking back at how things went, I wonder if that was like coached on her 
mom to say as well, like raise your, any concerns you might have, like, or like see if you think you would be, but um, yeah, I think it's fair to like, just say, this is what I observe. Like, you know, he might not be proposing to you at the end of this where I can feel for sure that Brandon would be. Yeah. And like happy to provide, and like I, I feel like she did it in a way that wasn't like you shouldn't be picking him. Like Nate is right. just like a, this is my opinion, and if you agree, super. That's just like what I'm seeing. Yeah, but I mean, what it all comes down to is, okay, this one guy could be ready to propose, and you know, like you'll for sure get a proposal at the end of it. But if that's mm-hmm. not your guy, if that's not like who you're feeling more than <laughs> yeah. the other one, it's going to be like, okay, well, I'd rather like go forward with Nate and maybe he doesn't propose, but we'll still be together or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it seemed like Nate's lesson out of this was that throughout this, these last dates um, is that he had to like think about that he could be heartbroken and he had to express that to Michelle because yes. it was like yes. all this time I've been trying not to think about it. and the mom I think it was the mom who brought it up like well what if it's not you that could be and it was like the first time he actually like went there although I thought during the fantasy suite dates that he kind of went there but maybe it was like short-lived like he yeah had a gr- great date and was like okay I'm over that it's gonna be me and you know didn't worry about it but um yeah so they um have their individual time and i wanted to get your take on michelle telling brandon that she was in love with him on this. um i don't love the move mm-hmm. um and the way she explained it in the after the final rose it does make sense to me where she's like if i would have known in the moment like that and, but I feel like she did know yeah. and I feel like it's not super kind but she was like well I just like I needed you to know like that was where I was at in the relationship but it just it feels like it's I just don't love Leeds saying it before mm-hmm. that final final moment because it's just setting that person up to be mm-hmm. like very devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could tell once she said it, like his face, like, you had that, like, and then we heard him say, like, then he was just like so sure. And so maybe if you say, like, okay, I mean, I, I love you, but I'm at that place with someone else too. Like, you almost have to like tell yeah. them. Um, and I was wondering if it was like, really like pressured for her to do that because she had already said it to Nate and it was like okay there was no there'd be no like doubt (laughs) when you're watching even though it seemed like from it was hard to have any doubt that it could be anyone other than Nate just based on how she would describe like their interactions like Mm -hmm. but yeah it felt like they were trying to get Brandon to the same level and yeah, it did feel it was interesting to me that she explained it to him, even though he didn't quite ask her, like, why did you say, you know, were you in love with me or, you know, but yeah, it made sense that she was like, I want to, I don't want to hold it in. Like, that's like my authentic feelings and want you to know that that's how I felt. And that wasn't like just something I said. Yeah, it just it still just feels a little like rubbing salt in the wounds a little bit Mm -hmm. look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We haven't seen a lot of gifts lately on these shows, um, which was kind of a traditional thing before. Like, there everyone and like maybe even the fantasy suites but definitely final two would have some sort of gift that they would present like frame pictures scrapbook something like that and brandon brings us back to this tradition and gives her his sweatshirt i think this is cute um the sweatshirt that they wore at the end of their fantasy suite date um i think it's cute enough Mm -hmm. i do like the gift she was like thrilled by it yeah um it's reminding me that she had given Matt James jerseys that oh, she had, right. and that was kind of like right before he broke up with her. Right. So, um, one thing that stood out to me when they were like, this was, I think around the same time in the scene, the question she was asking him gave me like warning signs where she was like, so what has been your favorite part? It was kind of like reflecting back, you know, instead of like, you think like, what are we talking about do? the future? Yeah. yeah, like oh, where do you see it living? Or you know, what would your you know like not really like um, lovey dovey, but more just like yeah, what was your favorite part of this journey? Like looking back, and so it's almost like having that reminiscing time because you know you're going <laughs> to say goodbye to somebody. Um, let's see. Well, they did go jet skiing as well at some point. So they did have another yeah. like, activity. Oh, yeah, the activity. <laughs> Who could forget? Yeah. Um, all right. And then, as mentioned, Nate's final date was um, going to see a shaman doing a, like, getting blessings and kind of talking through any, like, getting, releasing blockages and ahead of, like, a potential engagement. So it seemed like Michelle was taking this more seriously than Nate, <laughs> but um, again, like a little bit more of a closer, more intimate activity than jet skiing. Yeah. So that could have clued us in, I suppose, too. Yeah, like they didn't even share a jet ski. Right. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So the more activities that like, are you more separated? You're on yeah. your own vehicle. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you think that, or were you surprised that Michelle didn't end things with Brandon in another way? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, again, we're just bringing him, like, too close to the sun. Yeah. (laughs) It's too much, like, to make him go see Neil Lane. Yeah, just, like, I mean... I don't know. It's just like, why, why are we doing this to the poor guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we see both of the guys. Um, oh, she comes back from her date with Nate. Um, feels way more reassured. I think he was finally able to like express to her that, you know, that he like, he kind of says like, oh, I know, like I didn't express myself very well to your parents. Like I just said, it would suck if you know things ended and stuff. And like I think he, ha- I think he's good at reflecting and being like, okay, that wasn't like the best thing to say in the moment, but he can't right. quite get there in the moment. Yeah, he really just need to say like, I would be heartbroken, but he didn't think of that phrase, you know. And so like, no, he expresses it to her that it would, and that he just really like didn't expect to fall in love on the show. He only brought two suits, and that really seemed to like get to her that she was like okay I can tell that he you know is feeling the same way about me as I am with him um and yeah she comes back and is like this is what I've wanted and um she we hear her say like my heart is telling me this is my person so again it's like 
okay, the voiceover, you just don't really have a doubt. And then there's this mm-hmm. letter at her door to Michelle. And I thought it was kind of telling that we didn't see like a ton of reaction to her with this letter. She just kind of looks around, sits down, reads it. We have the voiceover of Brandon, like, um, like, I will love you forever. Um, I'll always put you above me. And I think that's really what his parents picked up on. Probably, you know, if it's your daughter, you're going to get like, really be like, well, I want the guy that's like everything for Michelle, <laughs> like everything um, above for her. Um, but it doesn't seem like, I don't know, we get like a voiceover of her. Like, I would be happy with either one. Like, these are great guys. But it wasn't like, oh, now I'm really doubting myself after getting this letter or like, yeah. you know, it was just sort of like, she looked over it at that point. Like, I'm just going to sit here, read it. But she wasn't like crying yeah. or so. So then we have um, both men visiting Neil Lane. Neil Lane gets a trip to Mexico. He's back. Back in business. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I didn't get a great shot of either ring. I don't know. I feel like we didn't do a close-up, really. Like, I, I, like, I feel like Nate said his mandated, it's a pear cut or whatever mm-hmm. it was. <laughs> yeah. But not much other than that. Yeah. So, um, they each seem to pick one out, and we have our proposal scene down on the beach. Terrible audio. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, who crashing. is sound engineering this episode? They are not getting an Emmy. No, definitely not. Um, I also thought when, so we see like the, both guys, I, for a split second, I was like, oh, I had to like, because they showed Nate first, like in the car. Oh, and so like right. it got me for a split second. I was like, oh my gosh, they're showing Nate first. But no, it's wait until you see the feet. That's when you know yeah. who is arriving first. So um, Brandon arrives and it's like clear because they have different color suits and just like different like body types that it's like, Brandon getting out sometimes like you don't know like they'll show the feet and you still don't know mm-hmm. but um I also thought like Caitlin kind of gave it away to me um where like if I was Brandon but you're in that moment you're not gonna know but no but they both look very somber yes yeah um Tayso was able to pick it up and be like okay good luck but <laughs> um I would hate to be in that position like knowing it's like because I guess they didn't have to do that before right with Katie mm-hmm. so because she, only Blake was left so you only have like the celebration so yeah it would break my heart to be like okay go like lead you to the slaughter <laughs> go ahead, good luck um and he goes down and we find out at um after the final rose that he knew <laughs> when he saw her because she gives it away in her eyes and yeah she looked so serious right like she just looked like it was killing her to have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm glad that Brandon can kind of pick up on that. And like, I feel like his speech was um, a little apprehensive because mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Like, I, it's probably better. Like, I'm so glad she didn't fake him out. <laughs> you know, it's bad enough. And this was probably the most devastating breakup. I've seen people compare it to maybe. Blake on Becca's season he was really broken up about it and like mm-hmm. just like crying sobbing but this one was so like the the connection between the two of them and like how her like they both were yeah like he was so in love with her mm-hmm. and yeah like it's just like they couldn't say goodbye so mm-hmm. so you really do like feel that she did see him as like a best friend and she was like into him and could see a life with him it just wasn't like her final choice but yeah that was just rough to watch like when they walked away like through like this, like, this rocky area it like, was so tough and yeah really really tough and then he like is halfway up the stairs then looks back at her and he's just like oh his face. <laughs> god i hated it yeah. and then he just stood there and cried for a bit oh it was so bad it was so bad i know yeah, and he doesn't even see like Caitlin and Tasha again to like get any comfort. It's like he was led to some other area and they just get his reaction. Yeah, and Caitlin just like takes a picture of him from afar. <laughs> yes. Did she actually take that or was it a producer being like, Yeah, I'll just say that you captured this? Yeah, like wasn't she out celebrating? <laughs> right, right. So maybe it was later. Yeah. 
Because that would have been maybe that same day. Maybe it was the, the next morning. I don't know. It was either sunset, sunrise. But, um, yeah, uh, they were able, she was able to, like, pull herself back together. So Michelle was very emotional. And Nate arrives. And, yeah, he proposes. I don't, like, have anything just too memorable from this proposal. But she did kind of do a little fake out, right? Like she said the butt, like in a positive way, mm-hmm. I think, to kind of mm-hmm. like, you saw like a little nervousness on his face for a, a minute. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like it was a cute proposal. I'm really happy for them, but I don't have like any like memorable. No, I don't like in, it. wasn't overly like mushy or lovey or emotional was very emotional i feel like yeah yeah and like caitlin at one point was like this was so beautiful i'm like was it (laughs) like i'm very happy for them right like i hope they stay together forever but it was like not one of the most like poignant yeah because i think it was like once he got that confirmation it was like he was just down on one knee right then it was like okay it's me good So, but yeah, that would be very nerve wracking. So I can't like fault him for that. Um, and then, oh, they have the mariachi band once again. So I mean, of course, why wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, might as well like make use of that. And um, we have our happy couple. She calls him the soul Nate instead of soul mate. So they've got a lot of puns with his name throughout the season. I feel like. Um, and then we get to right away to the after the final rose. Yeah. We just jumped right on into it. Mm-hmm. And right away with Brandon and I've seen everyone commenting, like why is Brandon not, why was he not selected as the bachelor? Like they got everything you would need from a second place. Um, the runner up, like truly heartbroken. This is like who you would go to. Um, so any other thoughts on why they would have to choose Clayton? I just, no, like I have no thoughts. Like I have no thoughts. I've expressed all of my thoughts and I still can't, I still can't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only other thing um, I heard was on the Chatty Broads podcast. They were like, maybe it was like way too short of a turnaround that he'd be so heartbroken. That's like, uh, that's very, that's very possible. That's, I would love to think that they're taking that into account <laughs> and not yeah, just like, like did they start Clayton. Pre- was there pre-production like happening while Michelle's season was still filming and that's why they had to go with like a mm. six placer yeah maybe maybe it was already like yeah they're like we have to like figure out where um, we're doing the initial filming we have to like get these passports ready I don't know yeah. but yeah I guess I would have already had that done with somebody so yeah, interesting and interesting that like it seems like that second bachelor season isn't happening because I feel like there would be like some momentum for sure for Brandon right now for that next season that I think was supposed to film in February. So that would have been enough time for him to, you know, he's doing better now, fortunately. Um, let's see, anything um, that stood out about Brandon's time with uh, Caitlin or the time with when Michelle came out? Um, nothing in particular. I just thought he came off super well, super mature, Mm -hmm. um, super like loving and caring. And, um, you know, I like the way that he was asked, you know, are you still in love? And he's like, I don't think it's appropriate for me to like have feelings in that way for her anymore. Um, I just, I just thought he came off super like classy and great. And, you know, they still have like an obvious mutual adoration for each other. Hmm. yeah yeah and you know just talked about how he kind of leans on his support system was grateful for them um and yeah that he really had no it was interesting like he had no doubts going in that um it would be him like he was so sure so so that's tough like and then um i mean she led him to believe it was him yeah yeah like okay i'm gonna say drop the i love you like the day before <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. If that was me, I'd be like, okay, that's my sign that like I can be comfortable. Yeah. I can chill out. It was like JoJo all over again. Yeah, totally. Um, 
yeah, what did Ben Higgins start? Because now the producers are like, we have to get this all the time. It's just like mm-hmm. the new normal. I, yeah, I miss when it was like, you just never say it. <laughs> so, um, and then, yes, Caitlin shares that shot of Brandon on the beach crying, looking at the sunset. And uh, yeah, that would like cause me like, endless stress if someone's like well i took this photo of you you didn't I mean, know like, oh god <laughs> no but i love the way he turned it around which is like yeah like it was a very moment of like um being shown that there is something more for me and you know i, yeah. I like that perspective on it yeah yeah it probably is cool for him now to like have that i think he actually shared it on his instagram that like to have someone that captured that like i'm surviving like i'll make it through like i can still enjoy a sunset it's kind of like took me back to like what you hear survivor players say or something mm-hmm. like they're just like oh this has been so like challenging or like when they're on the edge of extinction and they're like okay but i can still get up and enjoy the sunset like mm-hmm. i'm out of the game but um and then yeah we have michelle out there telling like that she didn't mean it when she said she was in love with him and that she was um it was really hard for her to admit that she was in love with two people because she didn't want to be judged for that because she just was said like that's not gonna be me and it it reminded me when like brie and serena showed up and she was like I, saying like i swore i would be that person that was in love with multiple people and it is yeah. me so yeah um so i guess that's what the show does to you and yeah he still is like grateful for the experience and yeah it kind of cut off a little short like i think they were just like live tv time wise like i don't know if there's like a ton of like closure but just that like it's good to see that he's doing better and that they were able to you know have that moment and then we have um nate michelle out next and this was really cute yeah they're i yeah they're great together i'm really excited for them yeah i was much more reassured from like how they're doing now and I liked how Michelle like brought up and I guess we hear this all the time that it's like so hard to watch the show back. Like we hear that all the time, but like the way she phrased it, like made a lot more sense to me, like where it's like, you're also like so much further along in your relationship at that point. Like you're more secure, at least if they were a good match, like not every bachelor bachelor couple is a good match, but if they they are, they're going to be like more solid from like their happy couple visits and like moving forward that then you're like taken back to like that initial phase of the relationship and being like wait wait a minute should i be so secure like mm-hmm. are we good because you don't have to think about that um that whole time and you're just like focused on like oh i had a great experience and you're not especially with nate he said he wasn't thinking about it at all so to have to see it later on um and then nate talks about like how she's like his favorite song and that he realized like oh like no this is like what i want and i thought that was a cute analogy yeah made sense so i think so yeah um and we find out that he is definitely moving to minnesota he said like in the next couple months so he's really solid in that decision it seemed like too yeah he said his family is in winnipeg and it's um a shorter distance so he was quite thrilled about it it seemed like yeah yeah i could see (laughs) maybe his mom was like wait this is a great decision like i'm gonna like be on the side with levon and ephraim and just like yeah like move to minnesota perfect because it isn't yeah that far and um yeah i wasn't sure if they were still in winnipeg based on um i feel like you didn't get a good story on that but it didn't seem like it but i guess they i get from the family visit but i guess they are Mm -hmm. um and i loved i loved that michelle's mom and nate's mom are like oh and that they were in the audience there yeah because we i don't know i wouldn't have necessarily expected that they would have flown them out either for this just in the new protocols. So, yeah. Yeah, that was really cute. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Why were Becca and Thomas and Serena and Joe there? There was yeah, nothing well, to promote, What a right? waste of time. Even if we just went like, they're here. It's like, I don't care. Right. It was mentioned a couple of times. I Over them. Becca's hosting that tour, but they didn't even mention that. So again, it's like, yeah, probably because it's a little up in the air right yeah, now. I would this assume. is going to be a day show again. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Maybe that's why she was there. And then it's like, oh, let's not mention <laughs> let's it right not this mention time. It. <laughs> Uh, so then, um, Polly Claus, so he's, he's like the, what's his role actually, besides like wheeling the suitcases out? They don't like produce, like bodyguard, producer, security. Like anything, yeah. So he was dressed as Santa. He was the one doing the interstitials from different movie scenes. And, uh, um, they, he brings out a gingerbread house. They're like, we have one more surprise for you. And at first I'm like, oh, they're just getting them a gingerbread house. Like I was getting really upset. I'm like, oh, don't act like you're giving them a trip somewhere, you know? And then, yeah. but they gave them $200,000 for a down payment. I'm like, can That's you just wild. buy a house? <laughs> yeah. Well, Minnesota. and the thing is, yeah, like if they Not said the they were moving house, to LA, but... would they still be getting that money? Or they're like, well, t- 200 grand in Minnesota can get you pretty darn far. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, she, like, her reaction, like, she was totally shocked. And so that was really cool because I don't, I can't remember, like, anyone getting, I'm sure there was, like, a trip, like, you're getting a honeymoon yeah. back to where you, yeah, wherever, people used but, to get trips a lot, but not, not like an actual money for a house which i feel like is honestly a lot better as much as i love trips it's like they're giving you an investment which is nice yeah yeah katie and blake didn't get anything (laughs) they're like we know this isn't lasting let's just right right so yeah so that was probably the most christmasy the true like holiday spirit type thing where it was like a great feel-good moment um all right, we have to talk about Clayton segment. <laughs> this was so odd. So odd. Why are we reading mean tweets about Clayton? And he was like, I'm cool. I can take it on the, the shoulder. But he was like, probably like, oh, this hurts. I know. Like when he was reading it, I felt like his voice was quivering a little bit. And some of them, like he read it. I was like, oh, I don't really want to say that. Uh, poor guy. They weren't even like, they were like mean ones. They weren't like yeah, they funny, weren't funny mean at ones. all. Maybe the Shrek one would be the only one that would be like, oh, that's just ridiculous and funny. But we're just like, I just puked in my mouth because he was named The Bachelor. Yeah. Or I so wanted to be this person instead. Um, oh, yeah. like, I think it would have been funny enough to just like have Caitlin say that line like, well, let's get to know him because like nobody does right now. You yeah. Know, sort of poke fun at their show for not featuring him or, you know, and like maybe explain a little more why they chose him um but it's weird too because she's not like she didn't just film a season with him like she's not the host so i guess yeah what is it for her to just like let's roast this guy i don't yeah this was all weird it was weird yeah and then they just showed us the preview with somehow Mm. more spoilers than before right right yeah um yeah i don't know what do you think what are you feeling for our draft Haley? I, if I'm being honest with you, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Because I feel like we just alternate. Here's our, here's someone I saw in that preview at the end. Okay, now I'll draft the next person I saw in that preview. It's not based on anything else. So. It's like they heard us be like, well, maybe we didn't see everyone. They're like, watch it again and see everyone. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So what I was able to pick apart from this preview, it's it showed a little more. So they show him at the rose ceremony saying like the last time we saw this preview, it was like I was intimate with both of you. Um, But this time we see him say, I loved her and I love I was in love with her and I'm in love with both of you and I was intimate. Like basically like 
talking about the person that just said goodbye to, I'm thinking, because there's two roses there. Yeah. And I actually have peed in that building. Oh, really? This is this this in Toronto? No, that's in Iceland. It's in, it's in, uh, right in downtown Reykjavik. It's, uh, I do remember. Because we saw them go to like bathrooms there. Like. Because I have a very small ladder. <laughs> yeah. Not with that one. I went, I, I, went to a, I went to like a, a multi stall. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah not the but, upper level. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So maybe there'll be like multiple places you've peed on this season. <laughs> you know what? Probably actually now that we're, t- now that we're looking into Going things. Because, um, and- yeah. It looked like they're in the distillery district. Um, in Toronto, and I there's a bathroom there that I've used. Um, CN Tower, I've definitely peed in that bathroom. Um, Niagara Falls, there's I mean, I, I did an event down by the falls and there was a bathroom trailer, so I, I've I've peed pretty close to the falls. <laughs> Multiple out of context account yeah, tweets are coming this- from this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably like the most scandalous thing I've said on this podcast was like talking about my big bladder, my tiny, tiny bladder. Yeah. So, yeah, we get that segment with Clayton. Um, Yeah, I think they could have done something different, like maybe read one or two funny like mixed reactions or something and that or do like some kind of bit like do like a like pull the audience like do you think this is true about him or this is true because nobody knows him and like let's get to know him a little more or something i don't know yeah instead they just like roasted the lead that they want us to like right like makes people like maybe dig in a little more like yeah this is a ridiculous choice um but we will be watching so (laughs) whether we want to or not we will um Let's see. We had a we had people on Twitter wanting us to talk about um, the news from about Haley Stevens and Patrick Brown. So we did cover that. Um, but we also have a question from the RJP out of context account. Um, we forgot to mention that. So um, they say, hey, H strong underscore and RJP recapper. What are the odds of Brandon having to pay for that ring that he launched into the ocean? OK, did you catch this? I wanted to know, like, did he throw a ring and why were we showing There's more no of that? way. There's just no way he threw a ring in the ocean. Like he doesn't have the hundred grand to pay for that. <laughs> There's no way. Like, did they give him like he oh, actually, a, it's a fake it's ring? Just a rock. Okay. Like, yeah. They I, just wanted it to look like he threw the ring into the ocean. I would have he loved definitely that did move. not. <laughs> I would have loved that. Yeah. Like, well, you know, it's like donated anyway, right? We just yeah. throw it, but yeah. Um, yeah, they would have zoomed in on him holding it. <laughs> it would have been like, oh, wait, can we can we let him do this? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it did make me think like we don't usually see like, what do they do with that? Like, I would like to see them like hand it back. I guess I don't need this anymore. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, did, does Michelle go, hey, also, before you leave, like, can I just grab better. that ring in your pocket? Right. Yeah. Can I just compare? Because if I like that one better, yeah. I'll swap it out. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that would be a bad look if you're like oh i like the one that the other guy picked out but (laughs) so we didn't even get to really see which one he picked out but um yes that would have been funny though all right did we get any other questions uh yes Yes. i do believe i sent them to you all right i'll pull them up but before then um looks like george has the final draft results are in, but no shocking twists. Um, Asia, like Asia, wins with 245 points. My God. So what a blowout. 100 points more than me in second with 146. <laughs> okay. And then what was my score? And you were 66 in third. Yeah. Um, he says, yeah. I checked. 66 isn't an all-time low and 245 isn't the most points ever scored okay details available upon request so follow at george ctv to get all those details um i'm surprised at both of those things i think i probably got like 47 one season though, so oh my goodness um yes um and then s sj wolves 
on Twitter says, I'm fairly certain the preview for Clayton's season does spoil everything after seeing again on After the Final Rose. The mean tweets thing they did to Clayton, if they did that to Michelle, nobody th- would think it was funny, so they shouldn't do it to Clayton either. I mean, I still didn't think it was funny. Right. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't funny. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't pick the funniest tweets. <laughs> uh, it's that them trying to be like, oh, we see the criticism, but yeah, we're still, I don't know. A strange choice. All right. George also has an email for us. Um, he says, what was the background sounds, especially what was with the background sounds, especially during the proposals? There are multiple times I could barely hear what they were saying. I've seen them do this to emphasize the awkwardness of a conversation, but they got a little carried away tonight. Um, and would you ever agree to read on your podcast negative comments people have made about your podcast? Was Absolutely that really not. necessary for Clayton to do? Um, finally, do you feel Clayton's season will be the most dramatic season ever? And will it end in an engagement? I do think it's going to end in engagement. It might be the most dramatic season of all time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it will end in an engagement. But it's like, they're not going to be happy about what he pulled at that ceremony. <laughs> No. Um, yeah, the sounds. I mean, I think I just had default like captions on anyway. I don't know if the show actually put them on, but they definitely needed to. No, they did not have the oh. captions on, and it was they should have. Yeah. Geneva, um, who has been on the pod, says, talk about that $200,000 down payment on that future home for Nate and Michelle and how the show once again edited us for to like the final two more than the final one. I get drama is a thing for the show, but they need to tell the love story for the final one better, e.g. Rachel and Brian slash Peter K. Uh, I did think of them when with this one. It was like certain seasons it seems like they always want you to like or even think that the final two is the right choice Mm -hmm. um also thoughts on caitlin's photo of brandon on the beach and her reading out the mean tweets and criticism about clayton being cast as the bachelor yes should she Uh, have gotten his permission (laughs) to share that photo i mean maybe i don't know it's like his face isn't in it so it could have been anyone else but i don't know but weirdly you can like tell it's him (laughs) yeah um yeah. Um yeah, the two hundred thousand. That is get a nice house. <laughs> You're putting all on a down payment. Um yeah. Um I think do you think it was like, okay, this is a couple we really want to invest in, or we can tell like this one's gonna go the distance, or we wanna I, do something for the holiday. I really don't I don't know the motivation. I, I I really don't understand it, but I'm like happy for them. Right, right. It just seems so out of left field. Yeah, it wasn't like from like a sponsor, like no, like this mortgage company or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's really interesting about the editing for the final two, final one. Um, I. Like, I feel like in other seasons, it's almost like you don't even see the final one as being like, like the lead being as in love with them. So at least mm-hmm. I think this time we could see how into each other um, Nate and Michelle were. It was just more like, oh, are these some red flags? Like, is he like not really in it for the long haul? And we know that um, Brandon is. But like, whereas with like Rachel and Brian, she'll talk about like people didn't even see the love story at all. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, where did this come from? Like, it's she's definitely in love with Peter, and we hear um, Desiree talk about that as well. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Desiree, like she was only into Brooks, and like I guess she just settled for Chris, you know. So I guess I get why they do it to like have that kind of you're invested in this other person who might be the Bachelor. But yeah, they didn't give us that yeah. this time. No, they sure didn't. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, Josh Creek, just for the effect, make sure you have the sound of the crashing waves playing as you read the questions this week. Oh, should have got a sound machine out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was very Paradise-esque. I feel like that happens on Paradise, but they don't have as much of a budget. Um. Taylor Downs, do you think she should have chosen Brandon? 
In my opinion, he was much more able to support and love her in the way she says she needs. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think she made the right choice for herself. Um, I, I don't know. I do think Brandon was like kind of the epitome of what it was. She said she wanted, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's sometimes just hard to deny what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could almost see on like old school bachelor. Like I feel like, um, I don't know. It would almost take me back to like Trista and Ryan, like at the time, like the show made it seem like she was way more into the other guy and like was really attracted to him. And you're like, oh, she just chose like the guy who's so into her and is writing her poems and stuff. And like maybe it wasn't her first choice, but like again, it was like all editing. Like she's like, no, it was always Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think this might have been more editing too that it was like it was always Nate, but you know, like, well, like yeah, like he was her amazing. first impression, Rose. Like mm-hmm. he was the first one out of the limo. He was in the wifey spot. Like, yeah. I mean, it's hard to deny, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Nor, Brandon got such a glowing edit for a runner-up. Do you think they're setting him up to be the next Bachelor? So after Clayton, could they hang on to Brandon? I mean, maybe, but also he's just like a good dude. And it's like they were just editing him like a good dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it seems like everyone... I mean, this cast seemed like, aside from those random villains that they had, like, they all really got along. They all really like each other. They're all, they're all supporting Clayton, too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone would have a bad word ever to say about Brandon or Rodney or yeah. Joe or Nate. So, um, but, yeah, I would like to see, I'd like to see it. But I don't know that, like, I could see him going on Paradise before that if they're not going to do another Bachelor season. So, uh, Will Harrington, when was the last time everyone involved in the finale came out looking this good? I feel like everyone came out of it relatively unscathed. Nate and Michelle seem happy and so in love. Brandon responded very maturely and also came off well. Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of times there's like a really awkward interaction mm-hmm. with the runner-up. Mm-hmm. They're still holding on to something. They're angry about something. So, I'm trying to think of one. In recent memory, I mean, Katie's season, I guess, like, well, there was Greg there, but he wasn't a runner up. Like, Justin and Katie were fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Katie was like, who are you to Justin? Um, He was like final two by default, that poor guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can't really think of another one. Um, Usually the move is like, oh, now that I have seen it back, like, I can tell that, like, this was the right choice. Like, their relationship was, like, further along or something. We didn't get anything like that. It was more just, yeah. like, very mature and still wanting her to be happy. And, um, yeah. All right. That is it for questions. Did Doug finish up the finale and have any takes? He did. Let me just pull those up. Um... Would you rather have Ethan give your dad a bathing suit for Christmas or have to kiss him while the rest of the audience safely masks up on national television? Oh, God, maybe kiss on national television. <laughs> maybe my dad a swimsuit sounds awful. <laughs> oh, that's kind of a weird gift now that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why was this episode given a holiday theme? Like, actually, though, aside from Polly, what the F did this have to do with the holidays? If anything, it should have been COVID themed. I think we have enough of COVID themed things. Mm-hmm. Uh, how tragic is it that fans of the show can instantly mask a studio audience, but we can't have any sort of say in who the lead of the show oh. was? That Yeah, that there's the tweet. <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> um, are we to believe that the show is against bullying when they also have the unpopular lead read malicious tweets about himself live on air? Mm. Um, should I be more confused by the fact that only good thing Neil Lane could say about Nate was that he was tall or that Nate clearly had an ABC intern write his proposal? Oh, no. <laughs> Did Brandon's great letter make up for his very dangerous jet ski driving? Oh, 
I didn't even pick up on that. You know, we tune out for those yeah. <laughs> activities. Hard pass. Um, a down payment on a house. Are you effing kidding me? It seems like they realized with all the money they saved on Katie's terrible season, they had a budget surplus and they had to put it somewhere. Yeah. We have to spend this. We said we allotted this. <laughs> this was her promo budget we didn't use. Yeah, really. Um, real talk. How much money was it? was in that house and was it a part of the cryptocurrency scheme related to Ryle the shaman? (laughs) Yeah. And then that's it from Doug for the season. That's it. That's it from us for the season. Holy, can you believe it? It doesn't feel like the, like we did another season, does it? No. Yeah. And it feels like there should be a lot more time left in this year. Um, It doesn't feel like um, Christmas should be two days away. Um, But here we are because yeah, this was a an odd um extra season bonus season um but the better of the two bachelorette seasons i would say definitely um have more, more satisfying helps. ending that's for sure yeah definitely but yeah doug's take made me think now okay with them having clayton read these mean tweets is this a sign that they are not happy with his season they're just like whatever oh like interesting we'll just like throw you to the wolves yikes that's maybe not it great. doesn't have a good ending i don't love that if that's the case because <laughs> that's what people kind of speculated with like katie's promo they're like well we don't really like you know, the, how the way the season was handled and so we're not gonna like put her in a good light or something yeah i don't know hmm. well so how are you feeling about the upcoming when is the premiere the fourth sixth third something like that Whatever that Monday um, yeah, is, third, it's right away. The right? third, I think. Third. I think it's okay. third. Early one. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel yet. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be a lot to look out for. I guess that it's like going to be a new host, um, a bachelor we don't know, and traveling again. So, um, maybe it'll take us back, take us back to the old days, and. A little bit of escapism at a time when it's not this feeling we might want that. So, so yeah, we will be here and responding to your questions and just maybe not a draft this time around, especially we have this, such a quick turnaround and it's the holidays as well. So, yeah, yeah, I just can't bring myself to. I'm really sorry. I just can't. Yeah, maybe we can do like little, little bets before each next episode, little maybe. predictions or something. So, send us ideas. All right. Um, Haley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HStrong underscore. Uh, you can check out everything I'm reading um, at the Strong Library. Follow me on Twitch, um, twitch.tv slash Haley Strong. Maybe I'll do something over there. We'll see. All right. How did your decorating go? You know, it, it went a lot better than I expected. Nice. Shockingly. Nice. You can check out the finished cake, to, uh, cake on my Instagram at HStrong underscore. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at RJP Recapper until a couple weeks from now. <laughs> um, bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.